Disclaimer. Canned Expression and its host, Rochelle Roy, only condone fully legal street art performed through means operating entirely within the bounds of the law. The intent of this podcast is to teach more about the most interesting aspects of street art and the community to get more people involved in the activity in a legal, safe, and fun way. Street art should be practiced in a way which does not damage any private property and allows for you to express yourself in a non-destructive way. For more information, please check out your locality or municipality's regulations regarding public displays of art. Thank you. Now back to the episode. If there's one thing I've always stressed when it comes to discussions about street art, be it with my friends, fellow street artists, or just people in the general art community, it's that street art is by no means an inherently American art. A lot of people associate it with this country because it has one of the most vibrant street art communities in the world. But there's more to this diverse and truly worldwide community than just one nation's art. This series takes an in-depth look at the various street art communities that exist all throughout the world, and works to understand just a bit more about the distinct cultural, social, and political influences that drive the creation of both contemporary and historical street art throughout these communities. Today, for our next installment in our Not Always Made in America series on this podcast, we're going to be taking a look at Botswana. Now, usually when I discuss a country's street art scene on this series, or even more generally on this podcast but outside this series, there's something very distinct about the scene that makes them stand out internationally for how their community has developed to express and stylistically showcase the political, social, or even philosophically unique facets of that region. Resultingly, in order to develop these deep, robust street art communities, these nations tend to have origins in the art form that dates back pretty substantially. In the case of some nations like Brazil, all the way back to the 1950s, and in most cases, at least to the 1990s or so. But Botswana is a little bit different, and that's why I want to take a closer look. Their street art scene is almost entirely new, born pretty much completely out of the 2010s. This means a lot of the more solidified stylistic elements, themes, motifs, and common elements that most other nations' street art styles share amongst themselves aren't fully developed yet. When we look at Botswana, we're seeing the real-time development of a vibrant street art culture. We're seeing street art in action. Let's learn a little bit more. Welcome back to Canned Expression. My name is Rochelle Roy, and street art's not always made in America. So let's talk about Botswana. You are now listening to Canned Expression. So when I say street art in Botswana is young, I mean it's really, really young. Although the government in the region has been pretty accepting of the practice and permitted street art and even commissioned it in certain areas throughout the country, the Botswana street art community is still finding itself and forging an identity for its artwork to be centered around. If you take a look at some of their pieces, most of which are untitled as of now because not many well-known street artists who would name their pieces have been established, you can still see the breadcrumbs of a actively developing identity. One untitled piece from 2018 is a cartoonish reconstruction of a bunch of animals native to Botswana, including the elephant, pangolin, and wildebeest, in mechanical form. Designed to be seemingly made out of metal with screws popping out of stiff, rigid figures, the piece shows the development of a street art identity. 
primarily it draws on culture. A huge part of any street art movement in a country is a display of a shared heritage or culture, something we've seen very prominent in Mexico and Brazil's street art style. In taking focus and giving a more modernistic redesign to animals closely linked with Botswana's culture, such as the elephant, they follow in the footsteps of Mexico, which has done something similar in recreating scenes from cultural stories and legends in colorful mosaic-esque design. This piece also makes implicit commentary on the political, something else street art does really, really well. In large part, it can be interpreted as a critique of Botswana's government, which has permitted the delogging and destruction of thousands of acres of Botswana's wilderness and Plainsland territory to replace them with manufacturing and other corporate buildings. This piece is acting very much in the moment, responding to an ongoing political issue, and impressively pulls off a double meaning almost in its political advocacy for the preservation of animals important to Botswana's culture, while simultaneously serving as a reminder of that culture itself. Pieces are popping up all over Botswana, and it's very much making their name known in the international street art scene. Botswana's street art community might be young, but that doesn't mean it's lacking anything in meaning, message, or symbolism. With Canned Expression, I'm Rochelle Roy, and remember to keep spraying.